Hello and welcome to episode 192 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and God podcast. Yes, still being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And tonight, it's time for that August crazy travel roundup. Thanks for listening. Hello, if you're a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. There have been no real significant trips since our last episode, but let's start with a rehash of one of the things that I caution about, and that is knowing who you book your travel through. There's sites like Expedia and Booking.com out there, and you will save money, oftentimes a lot of money, as you find cheaper prices. However, it can be a real struggle if something goes sideways when you go to check in as that you are now at the mercy of whomever you booked that room through, not the hotel. And oftentimes, to make matters worse, you get no points on your loyalty card for staying at that hotel. Case in point, I recently fell victim to the no points situation. My company uses Concur to book travel and has done so for the past five or six years. I like Concur as I get my loyalty airline and hotel points as well as my Southwest credit card and Hilton credit card points also. In episode 191, I spoke about my recent Philly-Baltimore trip and I booked my hotel rooms as I normally do and after my return, I started putting together my receipts for the expense report and it was then that I discovered that I didn't have receipts for two of the three hotel stays. I gave it another couple days, checked my email, my Hilton account, as well as Concur, but still no receipts. Finally, I broke down, called one of the hotels and asked if they could email me a copy of the receipt, to which they replied, sure. Then the desk clerk rattled off an email address that wasn't even close to mine. And when I corrected her, she said that the email she gave me was on the receipt from booking.com. After another direct call to the next hotel, I had all my receipts and filed my report. So a week later, I logged back into Concur to book another hotel room, and it was then that I noticed there were several rate codes for the rooms with various prices. One was the Sabre rate, which I usually select, and there were a bunch from Booking.com. And due to how I travel, I avoid booking non-refundable hotels, but other than that, I really don't look at who I'm booking through. Well, apparently your boy here clicked on the booking.com rate instead of the Sabre rate and got no points for a two-night stay booked with a Hilton-branded credit card. One guess as to what will never happen to me again. Thankfully, this past week, Chateau Relaxo dodged its first hurricane bullet of the 2023 hurricane season as Hurricane Idalia decided to stay in the Gulf until it made landfall about 75 miles west of Tallahassee. Honestly, we knew that we really weren't gonna get anywhere near to sustaining any real damage. I mean, short of topping off the gas tanks, we did little else in the way of preparation. And some would call this storm minimal when it came to the damage, but there was flooding all up and down the Gulf Coast. And the damage estimate right now is somewhere between three and $5 billion. And hurricane season is odd. It's not if you'll be affected, it's when you'll be affected. And what adds to the oddity is this hurry up and wait situation that you put in. You know the storm's coming. You hear about it almost every day on the news and read about it on the web. So you stock up on snacks, most of which you eat long before the storm arrives. 
and you stock up on beer, most of which you drink before the storm hits, and then you're left with several cases of bottled water that you can hand out at next week's football practice. And then after that, you have to decide if you're going to board your house up or hope that your neighbor's pool furniture doesn't come crashing through your sliding glass window. And I have several neighbors who actually built their houses below the grade of the road. Most of them had placed sandbags across their garage and front doors to keep the water out in case they did get flooded. Thankfully, when we built Chateau Relaxo, I made sure that the whole house was a good 12 to 18 inches above the grade of the street. As I said, we dodged a bullet. However, there still are a few more months of hurricane season left. On to the August Crazy Travel Roundup. We open this month with an alcohol-themed story. And in case you didn't know it, many times drinking at the airport or drinking while zipping through the sky at 30,000 feet doesn't always end well. And plus, drinking in airports or while flying is expensive. Seven bucks for a beer, 12 bucks for a cocktail. And then if you're a total asshat, you have to plan on paying for a lawyer in any of the associated fees if you lose your mind. So this all started on a United flight traveling from Houston to Los Angeles, but the flight ended up in Phoenix. And the reason, there was a passenger on board who had been overserved or had overserved themselves. It seems that this woman lost her ever-loving mind right about the time a flight attendant cut her off. She appeared to be intoxicated, and for her own safety and the safety of others on board, the flight attendant cut her off. Another flight attendant, let's call him the helper, does his best to avoid a costly diversion. He begs her to behave. He pleads with her to sit down. She is reminded that he gave her a big hug when she boarded in an attempt to soothe her anxiety. Well, it seems like her pre-gaming didn't curb the anxiety at all. And he warns her finally that if the plane diverts, she will be arrested. And her response, which was classic, was, let's do it. Now, the helper, he could get taken down a notch or two since he let an intoxicated passenger board the plane. In the end, she was let off the aircraft in handcuffs. Not sure if she was charged for anything, but there were some social media posts the next morning that United had put her up in her hotel and flew her to L.A. in first class. My BS detector immediately went off as soon as I read that. But believe it or not, the diversion only delayed the flight by an hour and 26 minutes. So here's something I heard a few years ago. All men think they are financial advisors. All women think they are interior designers. And everyone thinks they have a sense of humor. Case in point, this comes from the People Are Stupid department. This took place on a recent Southwest flight and this exchange was between a passenger in the jetway and a pilot. Passenger says, are you the pilot of this flight? Captain says, yeah, what's up? Passenger says, you haven't been drinking or anything, have you? Captain says, you know what? That's the stupidest effing thing you could say. Passenger, I'm just joking. And it goes on from there with the pilot pretty much putting this so-called comedian in his place. There's a video. There's always a video and I'll post a link to it. Uh, in the show notes, but as you can imagine, this video made its way through the blogosphere with comments falling in favor of the pilot as well as in favor of the passenger. So my uncle and my father-in-law were both Eastern pilots during the 1970s and 1980s. And this is back in the day when no one argued with the pilot, long before cell phones and emotional support animals. 
Well, on one of my father-in-law's flight, there was a female passenger who boarded with her dog securely in a dog carrier. Before they backed away from the gate, the lady took the dog out of the carrier, to which the dog reacted by barking at the top of its lungs. My father-in-law left the cabin, walked to this lady's seat, and told her, if you don't shut that dog up and get it back in its carrier, I'm going to throw both you and the dog off the plane. And could you imagine that taking place today? By the time he had made his way back to the cockpit, that exchange would have been all over the TikTok, Instagram, and more than likely, he would be the villain. Now, I did find this one comment about the incident rather entertaining. Bob wrote, and Bob's a retired TWA pilot. Bob said, I had this happen. I got on the PA and announced that this PAX, and PAX, PAX is short for passenger. Thank you, Google. Just asked me if I was drunk. Of course, I told him no, but to ensure the safety of the flight, I'm going for a drug test. And he went on to say all large airports have centers for this. 45 minutes later, I walked back on board, posted the results on the cockpit door, and thereby sent a message to all 437 people that it's not a joke, and they weren't happy with the packs either. In episode 191, we had Creepy McCreeperton, who decided it was okay to grope a female teen sitting next to him after consuming mass amounts of alcohol. Well, this month's Creepy McCreeperton Award goes to 33-year-old Boston doctor Supita, S-U-D-I-P-T-A, Mohanty. Maybe it should be Dr. Stupid. This incident happened in 2020, but it didn't make light until last month. But more than likely, Dr. Creepy will be losing his medical license after this. So here's the cliff notes. Dr. Creepy is an internal medicine and primary care doctor with a practice in Boston. And on May 27th, 2022, Dr. McCreepy was a passenger aboard a Hawaiian air flying flights. Also in the row was a 14-year-old girl traveling with her grandparents who were seated across the aisle. Halfway through the flight, the girl allegedly observed Dr. Creepy, who had covered himself with a blanket up to his neck and that his leg was bouncing up and down. Shortly thereafter, the minor observed that the blanket was now on the floor no longer covering Dr. Creepy and that Dr. Creepy was taking the self-guided tour, shucking the corn, punching the clown. If you don't get it, just put a Google on any one of those terms. She moved herself to an empty seat in a different row for the remainder of the flight. Law enforcement was notified upon their arrival in Boston and Dr. Creepy was later arrested and charged. So repeating my PSA from the last two months crazy travel roundup, June and July, the PSA is dudes. All of the dudes out there, no matter what you've watched on Pornhub or read about on Reddit, women do not like this kind of behavior. They don't welcome it. They don't want it. And everything that you have watched or read about behaving like this is total BS. If a woman wanted you to act like this, they would simply ask. Again, back to episode 191, I talked about the state of hotel toiletries. And I went on to say, when it came to the bathroom toiletries in my last two trips, each bathroom had a single bar of soap next to the sink, but all the shower gel, shampoo, and conditioner were housed in pump bottles mounted to the shower wall. This, I am not a fan of. Is it enough to make me pack my own shampoo or gel? Probably not. Well, this is for all you germaphobes out there. Last month, View from the Wing posted, Hotel manager explains why bulk toiletries in your room aren't safe. 
There are three basic problems with this for the guest. First, they don't get refilled properly, and when they do get refilled, hotels are more than likely to use counterfeit products. The author said that he had stayed in the same room at a hotel a week apart, where the shampoo was empty on his first day and still empty on his second stay. Number two, they're germ magnets. They simply aren't sanitized by housekeeping. And then number three, guests have been known to put stuff in them that you wouldn't want there. Even there have been safeguarding locks in place. He said he had found rooms where those weren't even locked. And this whole bulk toiletry situation started in California. Of course it did where they began banning plastic individual bottles in hotel rooms several years ago, and now apparently it's made its way across the country. And in that same episode, while on the topic of germs, I spoke about Rochelle Stewart, and she performs an intense 20-minute cleaning routine in every hotel she stays at. This includes checking for bed bugs with a blue light, and she also wipes down everything from the shower to the light switch. So here's my take. If you're really that concerned about germs when traveling, consider not traveling. As a whole, if the hotel industry was that negligent about cleanliness, most would be out of business. Between TripAdvisor, Yelp, and Google reviews, hotels can't afford to be lax when it comes to their cleaning routines. Well, there you have it. Episode 192, the August Crazy Travel Roundup is in the books. And the only mention of Thank You Florida was Hurricane Idalia. We might be slipping a little bit, Florida. If you want detailed show notes, links, and pictures, head over to podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories. Visit us at Substack, travelstories.substack.com. You can leave me a message at Anchor or shoot me an email, travelfrick at gmail.com. That's travelfrick at gmail.com. As I always say, travel safe, stay safe, and thanks for listening.